Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, young chefs, and welcome back to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. And I'm Mitzi. Achoo! Of Mitt, achoo! Molly's right-hand gal, and achoo! Uh, you know the rest of it. Every week on Mystery Recipe, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. Plus, at the end of the season, we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. Can you guess what it is yet? So far, we've covered water, brown sugar, and walnuts. Today is day three of Walnut Week. We have a very toasty episode lined up for you all today. First up, we roast some science in our Pressing Questions segment. Then we have a very funny surprise in our wild card. Let's head to the... Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Ooh. I would sneeze forever for you. Mystery Recipe. So, Mitzi, what's up with all the sneezing? Oliver, I didn't realize you were here in the studio today. Listeners, Oliver is Mitzi's cat and very good friend. Last season, he also met Martina, the lady cat, and they had a kitten together, Pitt. Who is growing up so fast, but Molly, I have bad news. I think I have suddenly become allergic to cats. What? Why do you say that, Mitzi? Because whenever I'm near him, I can't stop sneezing, Molly. Yeah, your eyes are really watery, too. Well, that's just because I'm so emotional. Oliver is my very best friend in the entire world. Oh, really? Well, besides you, Molly. (coughs) Guys, now is not the time for this. (laughs) Molly, I don't know what to do. Don't know what to do about what, Mitzi? Chad! Hi, Chad. Hello. Mitzi, what's the matter? Oh, hi, Oliver. Ah, Chad, I'm suddenly a... Suddenly a... Suddenly allergic to... Cats? Yeah. Yikes. I'm sorry, Mitzi. But lots of people have pets that they're allergic to. I'm allergic to dogs, but I still have my dog named Grover, who I love very much more than anything in the whole wide world. Really? Totally. I know people who have cats who are allergic to them, but have them anyway because they like cats so much. Okay, that's... That's actually very uh, reassuring. Well, I guess this is the rest of my life now. Oliver, don't you even think about it. You aren't going anywhere. You are not a burden. We're not even going to have this conversation, Oliver. Molly, Chad, should we move on to the first segment? Sure, Mitzi. It's time for Pressing Questions. Pressing Questions, listeners, is a segment where we answer a question from a young chef using science. Here's how it will work. We are going to talk to a kid recipe tester in their home and go step-by-step through each part of an experiment. And when we're done and our episode is over, we encourage you all to recreate the science for yourselves in your own recipe labs. And don't forget to tell us how it went. You can send us an email at mysteryrecipe at americastestkitchen.com. I'll go through everything you send us. We are so excited to hear from you. So, should we get started with today's question? 
Let's hear it. I've heard of people toasting nuts before cooking or baking with them. Does it really make that much of a difference? That was Oliver and Elliot from Massachusetts. Great question, Oliver and Elliot. We have a toasty experiment to help you answer this one. Here's what you'll need. A half a cup of shelled walnuts, an 8 or 10 inch skillet, rubber spatula, and two small bowls. And we'll be using a stove top for this experiment. I called up Oliver and Elliot to get started. How's it going? Great. Great. Excellent. So you wanted to know if it's important to toast nuts before cooking or baking with them. Are you ready to find out the difference between toasted and non-toasted nuts? Yes. Amazing. Well, before we get started, let's make a prediction. How do you think toasting these walnuts will affect their flavor? Maybe get get them a bit more bitter. I think it'll get them more harder, a kind of burnt taste. There is the risk of that happening, too, so we'll have to be careful not to burn them. But you know what? These are really good thoughts. We're going to give this a try. We'll start by setting our bowl of half a cup of walnuts aside, and then we're going to use those untoasted walnuts to compare to the toasted walnuts later. Now we're going to toast. So add half a cup of walnuts to your skillet and toast them over medium-low heat, stirring often with a rubber spatula until the nuts are fragrant. So fragrant, listeners, means you can smell the walnuts. If they are a lighter color nut or seed like pine nuts, you could also watch for them to turn golden brown. But walnuts' color don't really change too much when they're toasted, and so we want to rely on our sense of smell to know when these are done. So this could take three to four minutes. We're going to fast forward here. Oliver, Elliot, do you want to tell me when those nuts are smelling nice and toasty? And then we'll know that they're ready. Okay. All right, then, let's fast forward. Amazing. So it's been about five minutes. Let's go ahead and turn off the heat, and we'll slide the skillet to a cool burner. Then we'll transfer the toasted walnuts to a small bowl or plate, and we'll wait for them to cool. Perfect. Nice work, Oliver and Elliot. So, let's talk about the difference. We'll start by talking about the obvious. We used our sense of smell in order to know when the walnuts were done being toasted. How strong is the smell of the toasted walnuts on a scale of one to five? Four. Okay, what about you, Elliot? I was doing more of a three. Okay, so we have a four and we have a three. Let's compare that, if you can, to the untoasted walnuts. Uh, three. Zero. Okay, we have a three and we have a zero. Great. What are some words that you would use to describe the smell? They smell really like a stove. The the cooked ones smell a lot like a stove. Uh, I think the toasted ones smell like popcorn. Okay, so they have kind of a popcorny, toasty. They smell like the stove. I love it. So why don't we give an untoasted walnut a taste? We're just going to talk about how strong the taste is. So on a scale of one to five, how strong is the taste of the untoasted walnut? Zero. I would do a one. A zero and one, really not a lot of taste, huh? Nah. Great. Okay, so now let's taste one of the toasted walnuts. And same thing, how strong is the taste of the toasted walnut on a scale of one to five? I would say a three. A four. 
three or four. So it has a much stronger taste, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Great. And one thing we've learned on the show before is that the word flavor actually refers to the combination of taste and smell, right? So when we talk about something's flavor, we're talking about what it tastes like and what it smells like combined. And both the taste and the smell of these toasted walnuts is a lot stronger than the untoasted. So then next time you're baking with walnuts, do you think you're going to toast them before or no? Probably. Amazing. Well, Molly, Mitzi, do you want to help me explain the science behind toasting nuts and seeds? Gladly. We'll hear all about it right after the break. It's time for a quick word from our sponsors. Grownups, these ads are for you. I'm excited to tell you about our latest partner, GoNoodle. GoNoodle shares videos and games that get kids up and moving and develop their wellness, mental health, and resilience. They are in millions of homes and more than 90% of U.S. public and private elementary schools. And now you and your kids can find videos from ATK Kids on their website that make exploring the science behind food and cooking fun. Together, we are excited to encourage a new generation of empowered cooks, engaged eaters, and curious experimenters with videos all about recipes, experiments, and other dynamic kitchen how-tos. Kids love Go Noodle because it's fun. Teachers love it because it engages students. And we think you'll love it too. To learn more, visit GoNoodle.com. Hey, grown-ups. We wanted to tell you all about another way you can explore the kitchen with the young chefs in your life. My first cookbook from America's Test Kitchen Kids. This cookbook is designed to introduce kids ages 5 to 8 to the kitchen, along with their grown-ups, with as much mixing, rolling, scrunching, and squishing as possible. Our producer Chad has never had a cookbook of his own before, so we thought we'd put some of these recipes to the test. We made the no-bake energy bites, a perfect after-school snack that you can make just the way your young chef likes it. Yeah, as this... long as you have the base of the nut butter and the oats, you can add the other dried fruit, you could add coconut, you can do nuts like sliced almonds. Amazing. There really are endless possibilities. Yeah, this is great. This is just a ball of ingredients. <laughs> it, it is a ball of ingredients. <laughs> Delicious ones. Amazing. Yeah, I guess just is a little... <laughs> Well, I mean, really, all food is just a ball of ingredients That's when you true. think about it. Yeah. Isn't life just a ball of ingredients? It's gotten really you know? deep here. It's just uh, what you get from my first cookbook. <laughs> life philosophy. Yeah, really get to and dig deep. really simple recipes. <laughs> Perfect for kids ages 5 to 8. Get the energy for those big talks, you know. Check out this recipe and so many more in my first cookbook from America's Test Kitchen Kids, which you can find wherever books are sold. And we're back. And ready for science! So, in this experiment with Oliver and Elliot, we were looking at why toasting nuts make them more flavorful. They found that the walnuts that we had toasted had a much stronger flavor, or smell and taste. And the reason why is all about browning. Browning, huh? Absolutely. There is a simple truth when it comes to cooking. Browned food is delicious. It all comes down to chemistry, in particular, the Maillard reaction. That's right, Chad. The Maillard reaction is something that takes place when food that contains both protein and sugars, in this case, nuts, heats up. 
Starting around 300 degrees, the proteins and sugars begin to break down and create not only brown color, but also hundreds of new flavor compounds. Ah, so when the protein and sugar in walnuts heat up, they break down and create new flavors. Yep. The Maillard reaction, or the Browning reaction, is named after Louis Camille Maillard, the French scientist who first studied it in the early 1900s. But the Maillard reaction isn't just for nuts and seeds. Lots of foods turn brown when they cook. Think steak with a dark crust, golden brown pizza crust, bronze roasted chicken, or even browned butter. And depending on the specific proteins and sugars in a food, the Maillard reaction creates different flavor compounds. That's why browned beef tastes different from toasted bread, which tastes different than browned butter. And browned walnuts will taste different from other toasted nuts. And you can even use the same technique to toast seeds, like pepitas. Wow! Sounds cool and complicated. It is, Mitzi. Amazingly, even after a century of research, the Maillard reaction still isn't entirely understood by scientists. The chemistry is that complicated. But the important thing to remember is when you're cooking or baking, flavor comes from browning. Oliver, Elliot, thank you so much for your help with this experiment. Thank you. All right, friends. We'll see you next time. Why do you have so many suitcases? Ah! Oliver, no. You cannot move out. I love living with you and Martina and Pitt. We are the best friends and roommates ever. No allergies are going to keep getting between us. (laughs) Oliver, listen. Let's talk about this. Don't rush into any big decisions like this. Right. Good call, Mitzi. While you two talk this over, we have one final segment for today. Since we were talking about toasting walnuts for pressing questions, we'll be roasting walnuts in our wild card. A roast is also a comedy show where a bunch of comedians get together to lovingly make fun of one person. And today... They take on walnuts. Enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this evening's walnut roast. So glad you could all make it. Um, Honestly, I was nervous when they said we'd be filming this in July. I said, who likes walnuts in July? If it's not Thanksgiving or Christmas, this nut is nobody. (laughs) But you all came out anyway. We're so glad. Uh, We have a great show lined up for tonight. Pistachio is here. Hey, it's Pistachio. Yeah, you can make some noise for Pistachio. <laughs> Big get for us tonight. This nut is more popular than string cheese in a third grade lunchroom, am I right? <laughs> and you brought ice cream with you. How thoughtful. Ice cream, you know, I always thought you hated me. Every time I say hello, you just give me the cold shoulder. <laughs> but I guess that's the only kind of shoulder you've got, isn't it? Because you're a frozen treat. More like frozen in time. Who's eating Rocky Road anymore? Hey, 1992 called. They want their flavor back. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. Don't laugh too hard, whipped cream. I'm coming for you next. Talk about clingy. Sheesh. I've never seen you on your own. You know that whipped cream? Not once. Always just hopping on someone else's project. Like, hey, look, we did it. There's no we. 
You waited until the dish was done and then just jumped on top. I mean, seriously, it's lazy. But of course, the nut of the hour, Walnut, everybody. Let's give her a hand. Walnut, we always used to try to get you to come out of your shell. That is, until we saw what you looked like under there. I'd hide that wrinkly little brain-looking thing, too, if I looked like that. <laughs> I mean, these things are not cute. I'm sorry, but they're not. Walnut, we're all here today because you're such a star. You've done it all. Ice cream, pie, uh, let me think, what else? Ice cream, pie, candy bars? You know the famous walnut candy bar? Almond jo- No. Reese- Nope, not that either. <gasps> Snick! Actually, no. No, is there really no walnut candy bar? Oh well, there's always trail mix, right? You know, if it weren't for salad, I don't think we'd even be here tonight. Just saying. Don't forget to thank Daddy Waldorf for your career. <laughs> all right. Well, no, you've been a great sport. That's all the material I've got. Release the squirrels. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, you should have seen her face. Have a good night, everybody. And we're back, and we're about out of time for today. How are you two doing, Mitzi and Oliver? Uh, not great, Molly. Oliver, I know you think you're doing the right thing here, but you can't move out. I don't know what I would do without you. <coughs> Who would I watch bird videos on YouTube with? <coughs> and... And who would chase after my laser pointer? I can't laser point alone. Are you going to let that tiny red dot win after all this time? I know I'm sneezy now, but you're worth it, Oliver. You and Martina and Pitt, our friendship is worth having a stuffy nose for the rest of my life. Hands down. No question. I mean, you are so thoughtful. You even bought me that new scented laundry detergent just because. Wait a second, Mitzi. When did Oliver get you this new scented detergent? Uh, yesterday. And I tried it out this morning. It's lavender. I can still smell it if I take a big whiff of myself. Achoo! Achoo! You, 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 you! That's it, Mitzi. I bet you aren't allergic to Oliver. I bet you're allergic to the laundry detergent. Do you think? Gah! Molly, this is amazing news. Oliver, you can stay! <laughs> But everything I said is still true, buddy. I would sneeze forever for you. Oh, I know you didn't want to leave. You just wanted me to be happy and comfortable. Yeah. Oliver. Oh, I'm going to go home and hop in the wash with some old unscented detergent. Thank you for helping us get to the bottom of this, Molly. Of course, Mitzi. I'm glad we figured this out now because that's all the time we have for today, which means we've come to the end of Walnut Week. And what a week it was. We learned that walnuts come from fruits that grow from walnut trees. The difference between black walnuts and English or Persian walnuts is that roasting nuts and seeds make for a more rich and complex flavor. We'll be back next week to talk about another brand new ingredient. 
And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is yet? So far, we've talked about water, brown sugar, and walnuts. You'll have to tune in next week to find out what our third ingredient will be. If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend. And give us a review. We love the stars, and I like playing that little spot the difference game. Oh, so difficult. Until next time, keep, keep on, on cooking. cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Mitzi, and I am a starfruit, and Molly Birnbaum, who is a honey crisp apple. Chad Chennai is a writer and producer. He is a kumquat. Andrea Vavjan is a kanepa, and Katie O'Hara is a lemon, and they are both contributing writers on our show. Audio services are provided by Ultraviolet Audio, with sound design supervision by Matt Boynton. He's a nectarine. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Chester Guazda, a banana, and additional engineering by Eric Gorman, a raspberry. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music, and Jonathan is a mangosteen. Our director of post-production is Hen Margolis. She is a pomegranate. Our director of production is Diane Knox, who is also a dragon fruit. Fact-checking by Julia Arwin, a watermelon. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher, and she's a blueberry. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's a mango. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's also a raspberry. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, executive editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, art director, Gabby Hominoff, deputy food editor, Afton Cyrus, Associate Editors, Andrea Vavjan, Katie O'Hara, and Tess Berger. Editorial Assistant, Julia Arwin. Photo Test Cook, Ashley Stoyanov. Test Cook, Faye Yang. And Managing Producer, Yumi Araki. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan and Brianna Maya. Thanks again to our sponsor, Driscoll's. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. Sorry you went through all that trouble to pack your things, Oliver. Do you want help unpacking? <coughs> yes, of course we can watch bird videos. Wouldn't have it any other way, pal. Wouldn't have it any other way. <coughs> Achoo! Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts. And we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win. 